I mean, are you ready to have a good ass show? I'm so ready for a good ass show. Cool. All right, and here we are. We're back again. It's another edition. It's another episode. And here's a little story I've got to tell about two bad brothers you know so well. It started way back in history with that guy over there. Alex, and of course, as always... Me, Jake T. How's it going, everybody? What's happening? It's another edition of my show, and, and you know we're we're excited. We've got some some fun things to talk about today. Uh, talking about some movies, some good ones, some bad ones, movies we didn't see. So uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. But before we get to that, before we get those delicious uh, morsels of of movies out here, Alex, how can these people further engage with us so so they can make sure that they they get the subscription that they so crave? <laughs> well, uh, I mean, it, it all starts. It all starts on 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 the social medias, man. You find us on the Instagrams, the Facebooks, uh, uh, we, we, at at Red Arrow Productions. Uh, you know, we're not hiding. Uh, we we got we got our our agent of chaos down there, Red Arrow uh, Deep South. Uh, we're running Deep impactful South? panels. Um, we got we we got the the Patreon popping off at, at Red Arrow Productions. Um, you can find us on everywhere that that podcasts uh, are are distributed at this point. I mean, is there anyone that we're missing? Uh, you know, I looked, and you know, I, everywhere I look, I, I haven't seen anyone that doesn't have my show with I, Alex I'm and Jake. Saying, it's, it's, we got iTunes, we got Google Podcasts, we're on Spotify, it's we're amazing. on Podbean. Maybe like, Samsung. I don't know, but that's South Korea. I, I know we've got. I know we've got listeners in South Korea, man. I, yeah, I mean, it's 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 wherever Twitter, Red Arrow P. I mean, you. We're not hiding. We don't want to. We want to be found. Interact with us. I, I mean, let's let's keep this post-show and pre-show entertainment going. And, and right now, we're still giving it away all for free. We're like the the perpetual philanthropists uh, exactly. of of media, and and this is why we're here. Uh, we're, we're giving it all away. But so so enjoy it. it it's, it's it's what we do. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Take advantage of our philanthropic nature. There you go. Get some. But before we get to these movies, I, I've got some heat coming. I, I'm a little salty because earlier this this week in the news, I saw that Goldberg, the goalie, not the wrestler, yes. um, ha- recently has had a bout with addiction and had mm-hmm. checked himself into into rehab. And, and by no means do I want to take the pet, the piss out of that. Um, you know, certainly I hope he finds what he's looking for, and if he wants to get clean, I certainly hope he can. Yes. Um, but you know, I made a comment. I was I was having a conversation about this, and naturally, Charlie Conway got brought up, and it of course. made me realize how much I hate Charlie Conway. He is the worst character in the Mighty Ducks, and he's like the focal point of the entire thing, and he's the worst. You think he's the worst? He's the worst. Like who? Who do you think is the worst Mighty Duck? Oh, I didn't say that I disagreed with you. Oh. I was just reinforcing that you think he's the worst. Not like Adam Banks. No, Banks. I mean, cl- kid's a dangler. <laughs> he scores. He lights a lamp. Lamp lighter. Lamp lighter. Hashtag lamp lit. Anyway, no. I so the first thing like I had this random thought, and it, it, I was getting off work, and I said to the person I was I was walking out with, I said, "Hey, you know what? I had so much fun today." I'm going to come back and do it again tomorrow. And, and, you know, this classic little jab as you're walking out. 
And then I thought about that scene in D2, The Mighty Ducks, when Charlie skates up to, to Coach Bombay and he's like, oh, I'm not having a lot of fun out here, Coach. And, you know, there's this back and forth about how, you know, their team, he's like, I don't see any ducks out here. All I see is Team USA, one loss away from elimination. And Charlie's all mad because he's not coaching with his heart in the way he used to when we were coaching peewee leagues. And then I, and I was like, yeah, man, that's, that does suck. But then... But then... But then I started thinking about it. And I, I took Gordon Bombay's side. He shows up for practice and not a single one of them had practiced in the offseason. They get schooled by these ringers. He's like, hey, you know what? You may have the best kids in the country, but my peewee hockey team is better than everybody else ever. Mm-hmm. Hands down. Hands down like 630. Like, you can't touch the Mighty Ducks. And then they show up and, you know what? They get schooled on the ice by their new teammates. And tr- yeah. the whole time, Charlie Conway's like, this isn't like the Mighty Ducks. Well, no shit. You're Team USA. You're at a different level of competition. You do things a little bit differently. Step it up or take your jersey off and give it to Russ Tyler. That's what I'm saying, because the name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than, than the, the one on the back. name on the back. Exactly. But so, like, that's just a small part of it. And, like, he's always whining about something. Uh, co- like... The coach at the high school took my captaincy. Ugh, there's too many players on the team. I have to sacrifice and not play. Ugh, the coach is dating my mom. I don't know if that actually happened, but like, I can imagine him being mad about it. He would, he would have been mad had that happened. Yeah. Oh, here's, here's another one for this. When he's working for, for Han or Jan or Stan, and like... Coach Bombay, Gordon, says, well, I hope he pays you more than he paid me. You got paid? Well, I mean, you have gotten free hockey gear for, like, the past, your entire life from this guy, so. (laughs) (laughs) It's called a sponsorship, kid. Like, what are you whining about? Like, go away, Charlie Conway. I'm glad you didn't play in the gold medal game, and I hope you didn't get a medal. I hope you did. Oh, hey, little missy, how about a bear hug? (laughs) Wow, that's really funny. So yeah, that's that's how we're going to start talking about movies this week. I guess I uh, never mind. No, we don't need to. We don't need to deep dive. No, let's deep dive. Days. Like I want to know your thoughts because I I just I just spilt my heart and soul in front of these people, and I want to know what you're thinking. So I was, I think back on it, right? And and it's been go it's ducks. Been, it's been a little bit since I've seen D two the Mighty Ducks. It's been a little bit, so I could be a little off base, and hopefully you can write write the path for me and 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 inform me of what I need to know. But is it not the most preposterous thing that you could ever possibly imagine that Team USA of the whatever they call it, the junior the junior, junior goodwill games the junior goodwill games whoever whoever the American like like board who's selecting the team for the junior Goodwill games to represent this great country of ours would just randomly select the peewee champions from the state of Minnesota. Like, Oh, those guys are probably well, good. There's We're enough. Throw a couple others at him. Uh, you see, I can, I can at least what? circumnavigate that a little bit because he did play like minor league hockey and he was expected to go pro. What? Gordon Bombay. Yeah. 
That's why oh. he. That's when he gets back at the beginning of D two. He's like, "Oh, my knee exploded. I'm I'm stuck in Minnesota. Life is terrible." And then like right. the sponsor shows up. He's like, "Hey, Gordon Bombay, you're that hot shot who was almost on his way back to the league. We want you to coach Team USA." And then and then he's able to be like, "Only if they're the the mighty ducks." He's like, and, "Yeah, but I want to bring my kids." Like, and everyone's like, "Yeah, okay, bring them." No, no, there would be a full miracle style tryout where we would get 200 of the best age appropriate hockey players in the country and whittle it down over two. obviously a miracle. He already knew his team. I, I don't mean a direct event, but I'm saying that kind of a tryout process would have happened and they could have selected Gordon Bombay to be the coach, but he doesn't just get to be like those 18 kids are coming no matter what. I, I will say happened? that I will say that right now we have listeners in Minnesota just going absolutely ape shit. Like, why are you saying the best play- hockey players aren't in Minnesota? No, I'm saying that they're in Massachusetts. Oh, or Denver, or Denver, or, or or the Dakotas, or the I was about to say or or North Dakota, <laughs> or the Dakotas. They got they got nothing in Dakota but sand, oil sands, and hockey teams. But not okay. So let's let's continue with D two because not only yeah. is it preposterous at this point to to have this team. Like first of all, USA Today is covering the Junior Goodwill Games. Like were, was everything on strike? <laughs> aren't the Junior Goodwill Games in in like aren't they in like a, a like a, a hot tropical city? In that thing, Don't yeah, they they're go? in Los. They're they're in the Memorial Coliseum, like the Olympic Memorial Coliseum, for numerous shots. Like all of the the press things are in the Memorial Coliseum. So apparently, right. like this is the same size Olympics. This is the same size deal as the '88 Olympics in Cool Runnings. Which, right? But LA doesn't have snow, right? You know what I mean, like. You, you look at cool runnings that took place in the Winter Olympics in whatever it was. Was it Calgary? Yeah, it was Calgary. Calgary. So, but like, it, it was like a, it was like a season appropriate event. It happened in the wintertime in a winter place. And they, all the shots that aren't of them on the ice are like hot, warm, sunny days. There's that, like, there's like one line of exposition, I think at one point, like as they're walking in and the, the VO is like, and we get a combination of sports from winter and summer here at the Goodwill Games. So I think it's oh, just a way oh. to, yeah, to the way they kind of they kind of uh, they they use that that narrated exposition to be like, and also the bad guys in this movie happen to have lost some other game that we didn't show you that one time earlier in the film. Yeah, shocking! Italy beats Iceland. Why? <laughs> yeah, since when? Since when? At anything? Like you're only you only beat Iceland in meatballs. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. They're just like, yep. Uh, Iceland also also lost a game. Like, uh, how, so... how funny would it have been like if they won and they're like, oh, we have to play Iceland again tomorrow. Like, <laughs> like game three of the, of the series. For a, long, for a long time, there was a significant portion of my life where I thought, because I, I had forgotten that one backhanded line of Iceland lost a game, that... I was like, dude, they say at the beginning of the tournament that it's a double elimination tournament, but at the end of the tournament, the Mighty Ducks only have to win one game to win. Like, this is this is complete bullshit. And I was so mad at D2, the Mighty Ducks, until I watched it, I don't know, whatever, two years ago, and was like, oh, 
they have one throwaway line where a team beat Iceland and we just didn't show you. And that was that was the thing like with these movies and, and of course like the the sorts of things that the the sorts of comedic situations they get into are always always hysterical. Hilarity yeah. ensues. Hilarity um, ensues. <laughs> but, but just like thinking about the ridiculous things that happen, like Keenan Keenan's a fat one. No, Kel's a fat one. Which one's a fat one? Keenan. Keenan, yeah. So Keenan shows up and he's like, hey, you guys all suck at hockey. I'm better than all of you at hockey. And they're like, nuh-uh, fool. And so then they go out and they play street hockey, get schooled, smash up some guy's windshield. And then he's like, hey, it's not a big deal that you broke my windshield. Here's your puck back. And then they realize that they've been, suddenly they lost their heart, apparently, in like the two weeks that they've been together. (laughs) And and the, 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 the other one, that always made me mad was the the girl goalie cat whatever what's her Julie name? the cat Gaffney cat Gaffney is clearly just a better goalie than Goldberg all around in every possible aspect that you could possibly measure somebody's skill at being a goalie at the whatever age appropriate hockey level that they play at she is better than him I, and I love what but he does give her the most coach like response to that Goldberg's hot we got to stick with a hot goalie. And you can't again. You can't argue with that. You got to stick with a hot glove. I understand that. But, but as soon as he gave up like 11, 12 goals against Iceland, yeah, he's done. He's done. Twelve but, to one. But but also, he's not done for like eight more games. And and at that point, it's only one. She's in for one save. What? But it was the most important save. It, that was the gold medal save, man. Like, she redeemed herself for her team in Bangor, Maine. I absolutely, totally agree with you. But she should have redeemed herself in all of those other games leading up to that point where the whole team would have been like, and ain't no, ain't no way they're going to score on, on Julie the Cat Gaffney because she hasn't let anybody score in, like, five games. Meanwhile, because it would have been impossible to score on her for five games. Yeah, I can just I can see the conversation now happening, you know, just in the stairs somewhere in the arena. He's like, "Yeah, you know, Goldberg's been off lately." And Bombay looks up and he's like, "Yeah, but have you seen him when he's on?" And then you cut to commercial break. That's when you hit the cut to commercial break. That's when you cut to commercial break. <laughs> see, but and, and I'll go into this like I've always like I like watching movies sometimes it's on DVD and or or on Hulu whatever. Mm-hmm. And then imagine where I would put commercial breaks. And the best one I've come up with to date is in Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings. So, so John Candy's meeting the other guy from Team USA, Bob Sledding, in the spinning restaurant thing. Yes. And uh, John Candy says, yeah, th- three of these guys can run the 100-meter dash in under 10 seconds flat. I don't care who you are. That's lightning. And the other guy says, yeah, but can lightning run on ice? And that's when you fade to black and hit the commercial for JCPenney. I think I I think in that one you got to go hard cut to JC Penney's. Not even a fade. Yeah, because it does it, but you can you can hard cut and fade to black. You can do Boom. it. You're like, Boom. It's one day sale of JC Penney and you're just sitting there like, "Man, can lightning run on ice? I'll have to tune in and find out." I have to, I have to wait. No, <laughs> Penney's, I will not be featuring taking advantage of your one day sale cuz I have to see the end of Cool Runnings. <laughs> no, I I do not have any interest right now in ladies or Mrs. Apparel. I am interested in whether or not Lightning can run on ice and whether or not this team will qualify. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So here's my question, and, and again, this is where we deep dive into something that we should never deep dive into. But the line he says is, three of these guys can run the 100 meters in under 10 seconds flat. Yeah. If it's under 10 seconds, do you need to say flat? Like, 10 seconds flat is an exact 10.000 seconds. So you would say they can run the 100 meters in 10 seconds flat. To say under is... Anything there? There's an infinite amount under ten seconds. Like he could just say ten seconds. I mean, I naturally, I, yeah. I mean, there's bad dialogue in every movie, but, but um, <laughs> it's like whenever you hear like they, they they're like, oh, you you hear ESPN is they put those qualifiers like they're a a top fifteen team. You're like nobody does top fifteen. They're literally the fifteenth best team at that. Because if they were any higher, you would have qualified it different. See, I will say with track, yeah, they do that. They're like, he's he's definitely one of the eight best passers in the league. It's like, no, he's the eighth. He's uh, the eighth. You are you're admitting to me that he is the eighth best passer in the league. But to me, to me, in track and field at least, um, to say ten seconds is from ten zero zero to ten nine nine. But if you were to say under 10 seconds. Right. And that's if you were to say that, then you don't need to say 10 seconds right. flat. But if you, so, you know, it is repetitive. But I mean, are you really going to take the piss out of John Candy right never, now? Never once. Never ever. Take the piss out of John Candy in this episode. Ooh, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> so I think, yeah, we'll just jump into I mean, that is probably as far as I as far as it goes for me, probably the worst movie that I unabashedly love is Cool Runnings. I don't know. I don't know if that's true though. As I say that, I start thinking about bad movies. <laughs> right, but Cool Runnings isn't a bad movie. That's just a great movie. It's true. It is. It's true. It's a great movie that is beloved by everyone who's ever seen it. Because if you don't like Cool Runnings, you're not a person. Yeah, uh, it, if you don't like Cool Runnings, we're probably not going to get along. We're definitely not friends. Like that's just. I mean. I don't know if I've ever if I've ever taken the time to use Cool Runnings as a friendship qualifier to this point in my life, but I'm probably going to start now. I, hey, I have nice used to you for the very first time. What are your thoughts on Cool Runnings? I, I have used like it. it as as dating protocol. I I used it as my headline. Like, have you seen Cool Runnings? Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> back in the day, um, back in the day, back in the, when I was a teenager, before I had status and before, before I had a pager. I had a pager. Exactly. Yes. But so. Yes. I, I teased it a little bit on Instagram, right? And, and you've seen this movie as well, so this isn't going to be so lamente me. Okay. Ready to rumble. That is the worst movie I've ever seen that I love unabashedly. It like I I will so uh, my my uh, in 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 enthrallment is that a word enthrallment? Yeah, sure. Sweet. My enthrallment with with wrestling. Uh, does not is not as strong as yours, nor did it last as long. Yeah, but, yours was like two and a half hours as you watched this movie. No, no, that that part definitely not true. I was a big, big WCW Sting from WCW uh, fan for a while there. He's a good guy. Oh, then um, you're gonna love my Halloween costume. I'm Sting in a Sting mask. You're Sting in a Sting mask. Yeah, because you take off the Sting mask and surprise, it's Sting. Still Sting. Who's the man in the uh, Sting mask? Oh my God, it's Sting. So I, so I was like, I was ready to rumble was one that, uh, me and a small group of my friends were excited. And I say small group of my friends trying to make it seem like I had a lot of friends. No, it was literally all of my friends. So both but like of you. four of us <laughs> were stoked for this movie. Right. 
uh, in the height of the whatever that is early 2000s. This is year 2000. So this is right before they shut the show down completely. Perfect. Like all of that, right? All of like, like in, in the shout out Instagram, you call them all out. Freaking like freaking diamond Dallas page. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah, Cool. (laughs) Hell yeah. Like that whole, I watched that movie, uh, in, in, in Monterey, California, where my uncle and I drove across, I, across half of America over the course of a summer. He picked me up on the, like the last day of school, uh, between sixth grade and seventh grade. And we drove from Oregon to Illinois by way of like 19 different States. That's a Zig-zag. long drive. Like, why did you, and why didn't you just drive there? Because it, because we were, we, we were going all over the place. Oh, okay. We're just, we're just seeing shit. It wasn't about getting to Illinois. That just happens to be where he dropped me so off. So this wasn't. This, this is when it truly wasn't about the destination. It was all about the journey. It like was a hundred percent journey. Like life in some ways. Exactly. Um, and so when we were in Monterey, California, he he decided that uh, he was going to meet a cute girl at a restaurant. Which I don't think that he made that choice before we went to the restaurant. But we happened to go to a restaurant and he met a cute girl and then that night decided that he was going to leave me in the hotel room while he went and met up with the very cute girl that he met in Monterey, California. Your uncle sounds like a cool guy. (laughs) I I was okay with it because he ordered me room service of some, you know, whatever. I got macaroni and cheese or whatever I liked when I was 12. Uh, And I was able to pick any movie that I wanted and the movie that they had was cool run or, or not cool running cool ready to rumble. Like, ready we, to rumble. We built ready to rumble, we pulled it out from under you, we gave you cool runnings in your face. Cool ha no and I watched Ready to Rumble uh, twice because at that time it was like that you gotta rent it for twenty four hours in the hotel room. So I paid my eleven dollars and ninety nine cents or some ridiculous price for it and I watched it back to back. You had him back to back. It was that's a good movie. I wouldn't I don't know if I qualified in 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 my personal like terrible movies that I that I unapologetically love type category, but it entertained the crap out of me for a night. Yeah, and, and you want to talk about another another just We're preposterous, just preposterous movie. Like uh-huh. everything about that movie is just it, it's just over the top. And and for me, another another terrible movie that I love over the top. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just like. It, it treated it treated wrestling fairly. Like you could it, it it whenever there's a movie about wrestling, there's always is wrestling real or is wrestling fake, and you have to establish that early. Right. A- and what they did in in Ready to Rumble is they established that yes, it's supposed to be fake, but this is happening and it's real, and they do a very good job of that. And and that was one thing I really appreciated about that movie. That's definitely fair. Hmm never thought about it like that but you see i i do because i we have a different background watching this movie that's true but that's definitely true yeah like watching watching it because i i had just recently watched it i think last week or the week before and just like scott con how young he was and david arquette <laughs> just at his most obnoxious and it, oh yeah oh it, i mean like this I, is the height of david cox oh. like it was that, yeah that was wow Mr. Courtney Cox, man, that. <laughs> I was not. 
that was a weird time in Hollywood. It was a weird time. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. we don't need to go down that rabbit. Yeah, I almost no. went down a really ba- dark rabbit trail <laughs> talking dark, about dark talking about David rabbit. Arquette. But yeah, I mean, Ready to Rumble. I mean, it had its moments where it was just absolutely stupid. But probably my favorite moment is right at the beginning. It, they're sitting there and he's, he's having the whole conversation about the 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 sugar slush smells mm-hmm. bad. Is like Rusty. Why do you does it look like you have your finger in your butt? Cause I do. And he walks in and he puts his finger like right next to the hole where the guy's like, "Yeah, this like this smells terrible." It's like I need a new one for free, and he gets a free slush. But before that, they you skirt the line in this world where reality and kayfabe are like existing next to one another. Mm-hmm. And so he comes walking in and he's like, "Great chocolate slush." And it's a dollar twenty six. Well, a dollar twenty five is all I've got. And you know they, of course, they just back and forth with the super like just fake accents mm-hmm. that they're just super angry at each other. And they turn the convenience store into a wrestling ring. I thought that was like the coolest thing I had ever seen in my life. I was like, what if life was like that? What if like you just started cutting promos <laughs> and there were rings just everywhere? I mean, I'm 13, so of course, like in my world, every the, everything is a wrestling ring. But <laughs> everything is a wrestling ring. That's but, hilarious. But yeah, that was that was just something about that. I was I, I that's my movie. It's terrible, and I love that's, it. That's your movie. It's terrible, and you love it. What's a movie that you love, and you, when people are like, really? You're like, yeah, man, I really like that movie. I, I was trying I was trying to, to think about this for, like, I, I, I mean, once you, once you propose this to me via, via our, our pre-show communi- communicado, um, I... I was thinking about it, and every single time I thought about a movie that I like, that like nobody else liked, it's it it wouldn't I, it doesn't it's like it doesn't count, right? Where well, it's not, like, I'm not saying movies that like you didn't that other people didn't like and you like. I'm not saying movies that were popular. I'm saying movies that you watched and you're like, this movie sucks, and right. you're like, I can't because, stop watching it. So. Immediately, my brain went to uh, essentially every Kevin Smith movie of all time, except for Chasing Amy and Red State. Yeah. Um, and then, like most of Arnold Schwarzenegger films that don't involve the the word Terminator in their title, like I I think Running Man is pro- probably like. Arnold Schwarzenegger film and is definitely a top 10 favorite film of all time. I and love that movie Running is Man. not good. No, see, there we go. There we go. Let's talk. Not, I love Running Man. Not good. But everybody that I know and that I mean that I communicate in real life with also loves Running Man. Like I don't have friends that are like, like dude, Running Man sucks. I'd never watch that. All my friends, you as as a perfect example today on the show with me and you love Running Man, too. Yeah, I mean, no, I, love it, I remember but it's Richard. Not good. I remember Richard Dawson that one and Jesse the Body Ventura. Yes, yes. Like I, the, and it's some of the worst. Like it's some of the worst. Like action movie Arnold Schwarzenegger one-liners, but they're so iconic and classic. Sub Zero, more like, like Absolute Zero. Ah! Like I would have gone with Plane Zero or Dead Zero. <laughs> 
No, I think he does say dead zero. I thought he said absolutely. Uh, all right, we're we're going we're going to the tapes, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, go to the tapes. We're going to the tapes. Tape tape it up. Thought he said absolute zero. Either way, it's still not a good line. Hang Even on, dead hang zero on, hang on. Is a better line. It's not good. Here is sub zero. Now, plane zero. It's, it is plane zero. Yeah. What is what is plane zero mean? It means you're plane nothing, man. You're plane zero like that. Are the, the and don't the the whole opening sequence, right? He's he's up in the helicopter and he shoots. Right? He gets he gets framed into shooting down at all the innocent civilians, right? Yeah, he gets bamboozled. And then, and then the the Big Brother overseeing government like cuts a promo that you know it, it switches up the order of the conversation so it makes it seem like he's the bad guy. But the promo that they use on the television to show to all of the citizens of the world uses the same camera angles as as we we saw in the film. Right. So I'm supposed to believe that there were. There were studio cameras mounted inside the cab of the helicopter? No, Alex. You're supposed to believe that you're in this world. I, but if, if I'm in the world, that means that in order for them to get those shots that they show on my television, they would have had to have those cameras. And while we're on the subject of cameras okay. and shots and all this, can I, like, I'm pissed. I hate lens flare. And like we, we have spent... We have spent countless years trying to eliminate lens flare, and now all of a sudden it shows up as a quote-unquote stylistic choice? No, you're bad at your job. Get the lens flare out of cinema. So, so Sorry, I, I got really hot about that really just, fast. Trust me, I'm about to take it to a whole nother level of heated, because I 100%, 101% agree with you that lens flare is terrible. The one that pisses me off even more than that? Because lens flare... Oh, don't say shaky your, cam. What? Don't say shaky cam. No, I'm going to say camera splatter. Oh, Water, that's the... paint, mud. And there isn't a real camera there. Unless you're doing one of those foundage films like Chronicle or, or it's a, supposed to be some cutaway to an actual like home video where the character would have been holding a camera, right? There isn't supposed to be a camera. There, it doesn't exist. That, that is almost as bad as when someone in a TV show or movie says, hey man, this isn't a TV show, this is real life. I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's not. You immediately, no, not. you have, have immediately removed me from the immersion of this experience. And I don't know anybody, like, who who says that in real life? Like, do, do you just go around, man, too bad this isn't a movie and it's definitely real life. What? No. Like, I don't know. I don't say, I don't ever tell people that they're not in Hollywood. I tell them they're definitely not where they think they are, though. Well, that's possible. <laughs> but, dude, I get so upset at camera splatter. Like, the one of the ones that made me the most mad, and it's in a bad movie again, but it's one that I love. There we go. Here's another one for the list. Uh, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. It's yeah, that movie's awful. Furious. It's the only Fast and Furious worth watching. The rest of them are hot garbage and this hey, was like mild too fast too furious is the introduction with ludicrous and that's i'm gonna throw that one on my list too fast too furious because of ludicrous's involvement i i also want to point out that it's st- that's definitely still the worst one. Oh, but, it's it's real real bad but in tokyo drift the the main character who's that southern guy i can't remember the actor's name he's from friday night lights yeah um, he's, he, he's a guy who talks like this yeah yeah like that 
he races, uh, was it Brad from Home Improvement? What's that, Zachary Ty Bryan? Yeah. I totally forgot about that. He's got one, he's got one part as the starting quarterback and jock douchebag in, in Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. And they race because he's got his daddy's Viper. And the, the guy who talks like this built his own, I think it's a Monte Carlo or something. Some this is crap a beater. <laughs> yeah. But they race through a housing development. And Everyone's a literal house. And he, he like power slides around a corner and hits paint. And blue paint splashes on the camera. And that at that moment, I'm now as a viewer of this led to believe that somebody had put a camera, had gone ahead of them through the racetrack and placed cameras on the ground around particular corners that they may or may not have raced through. And it's not even and a racetrack. Happened- it's, it's a housing development. Right. It was a spontaneous race where they said, we're going to race through this, this track. And he only hits that paint. If I remember correctly, he only hits that paint because the jock douchebag from Home Improvement like runs him off of the the clear road that hasn't been fully developed in the housing thing. So he goes through the supplies and then there's paint splatter. And at that exact moment, I knew I was going to hate this movie, but then I loved it. But then you loved it. I loved it. But still like was that little was that little Bow Wow as the the black kid in Japan? No. Or was it little Romeo? He oh, was, was he was he just regular Bow Wow? Yeah, he dropped the he had grown up. It was grown up Bow Wow. You see, I I appreciate Full that about wow. rappers that do that. Jeezy is another one. Like he's no longer young, and he knows he's not young anymore. So he's just Jeezy now. I imagine in ten years he's going to release an album as old Jeezy, and I can't wait. And then and then you look at you look at a guy like Lil Wayne. He's just referring to his overall height. Yeah, he's, he's only five six. He's not he's very big. Always. He's, he's always just not little. A big guy. He's just a little guy. He's a little guy. But. <laughs> Little no, guy with I, a big voice. What's up, dude? I now I can't get past camera splatter. That makes me so mad. <laughs> All right, well let's let's move on. What's a what's yes. a movie that that got critical acclaim that you just that you just didn't see the appeal? Uh, dude, the first one. It's a it's a recent poll, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it out loud. I'm gonna say it out loud. And uh, if we're talking about critical acclaim and 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 the masses loving it, I just was, realized what movie we're about to talk about, and I'm not ready for this. Uh-oh. Say now it. I feel like I don't know I don't want to. Oh, say it. I, you have to now. But what if what if I say a movie that you're not thinking about? This is embarrassing for then me I'll, now. Then I'll uncoil. <laughs> okay, cuz no, what? No, now you say your movie. No, that's not how this works. Yeah, you say you say chickens go first. <laughs> then I'm yeah. definitely not going yeah, first. Yeah, that one. You do it. All right. Uh I I think I thought you were going to say a quiet place. No, I wasn't going to say it. I still haven't seen that one. Oh, my God, I hate that. <laughs> Not even John Krasinski can save us from a quiet place. Uh-oh, Jake, I can't hear you. Because I know you're talking. Yeah. I can't... Sorry, I hit the, I hit the thing. Is that, I would have rather oh. gone to a quiet place and put a bullet in my head than watch that movie again. <laughs> That's awesome. So here's, here's what I'm saying. Uh, the one I was going to go with is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Fair. I thought that movie was fucking hot garbage. I liked it, it was, a lot. There was no redeeming factors about that movie. In fact, I think had they not killed, was it Kurt Russell? Yes. Yes. Okay. I just, by the way, I did end up seeing uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. And so for a second, I got 
was it Michael Douglas and Kurt Russell mixed up in my head, so I didn't know who was. Anyway, I can see uh, how that could happen. <laughs> just, just if in the heat of the moment, I got the just their name switched. Like I could picture the actor, but it I tried to give him Michael Douglas's name. The, uh, the other thing, real quick, side note: going back a couple episodes, it felt to me like that post-credit scene in Ant-Man and the Wasp. They, I, it seemed like they. They extended the time period from the end of the movie to this because they, they talked about how it took – it was it's a throwaway line, but it implies that it took time for them to develop the, the quantum realm mining thing that they're using. Gotcha. Okay. Because they, they talked about it in the movie about how that would be – like because they did it, it would be possible to mine there. But then they talk about, yeah, and it, you know, we had to develop this. I, I figured, I mean, I don't know. I figure you had like three of the smartest people in the universe. They probably figured it out in the afternoon over a sixer. <laughs> that, I like, you're, you're right. Yes. That, that's one of those flaws in Marvel where everybody is either as strong as possible or as smart as possible. So there shouldn't be a problem with strength or smarts ever. But there always they, is the way they the way they talk. It, they just say something like, oh, it's a good thing we were able to develop this thing to mine there. So it, I felt like there was a passage, a, a small, but a passage of time. Anyway. All right. I, I, we are. I mean, this movie has or this movie. This podcast <laughs> has been, you know, an exercise. And hey, you missed the one line of dialogue yes. that explained no, all true. of this. No, it's totally true. Like I said, that wasn't that wasn't a. Wasn't meant to be a ridicule of your. No, I understand. Like as you say that, like I'm like my response to that was all right, fine. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Anyway, so with with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, if you're going to set up to play into Infinity War, right, this end all be all of Avengers, right? I feel like it gave it was so much more opportunity if you find a way to leave Kurt Russell's character Ego alive and make Peter Quill like this all powerful being. Like, don't kill him and then play into Infinity War with him being all-powerful. And so when he meets Thor and they have their bro off there for a second, it's funny because Peter Quill can't do anything to Thor. But I think it would be funnier if we all knew that he could punch Thor in the face and hurt him. And he, But he doesn't, like, he doesn't realize it. Right, like, either... See, my, I felt personally attacked by Ego the Living Planet... I felt like that entire section of the movie was directed specifically at me, and I'm mad about it. So, how, how did they attack you? Oh, just the the whole joke. Okay, so now now I'm gonna go back a few episodes. <laughs> yes. So remember when I opened the show with the lyrics from the song "Brandy, You're a Fine Girl." Yes, of course. So the lyrics that I I shared were, you know, my life, my love, my lady is the sea, and the yes. entire time. Kurt Russell is as ego is talking about how his enti- his life has become enveloped by his work and no matter what happens his life his love his lady is the sea and i'm sitting there like mm-hmm. don't you do this to me kurt russell it can't be kurt anybody but kurt russell man don't you say these things <laughs> anybody but kurt russell kurt russell's my spirit animal man like are you kidding me (laughs) jack burton from big trouble in little china hey i never drive farther than my eyes can see it's all in the reflexes here's the other oh that reminds me so much because you bring up big trouble in little china so i naturally thought of like terrible 80s movies uh the hey egregious (laughs) egregious no Goonies! Everybody loves Goonies. Oh, that movie is bad. I just don't get it. I don't. I don't and understand I the appeal. It. 
They try to act like it's like some sort of Indiana Jones for kids. Only these kids are fucking stupid and I don't like them. There's a picture on my personal Instagram at Red Arrow Jake. It's a picture of me standing next to like a statue of D.B. Cooper doing the exact same pose. It's pretty awesome. I'll, I'll share it on our, our Red Arrow uh, Productions Instagram. I just, I don't, Goonies was one that I never, never understood. I didn't like it. I thought it was boring. Maybe it was obviously before my time. So by the time I saw it, I had seen cooler movies. <laughs> maybe if I would have seen it when it was like the new cool movie and whatever, 86, 87 or whatever, then I'd be like, oh, this was the greatest kids adventure movie ever made. But that movie is so bad. I personally, I'm not a fan of Goonies either. I like, I, I know enough about Goonies to, to like, to reference it and get it. But like I said, I'm just not like, if someone says, Hey, do you want to watch Goonies? I'm probably not going to say yes. I always say no, and then they go, why not? And then I have to tell them how bad Goonies is. Then, then we have to have this conversation, and that's, yes. this is what we're trying to avoid. <laughs> Jingle All the Way, for the record, is another terrible uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that I, 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 I put it in like a top three favorite Christmas movies of all time. The Santa and Claus, Jingle All the Way, and Die Hard. Nailed it. Boom. <laughs> nope. In no particular order, except for the order is Die Hard, The Santa Claus, Jingle All the Way. But top three Christmas movies, I watch them every year. The fourth one would be A Year Without a Santa Claus. I've never seen uh, that. You've never seen Heat Miser and Snow Miser? No. <laughs> Ironically enough, Arnold Schwarzenegger is singing that song as he portrays Mr. Freeze in Batman and Robin. But, man, oof, great, great. It's, it's that... Weird Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer stop motion. Oh, okay. Animation, dude. It's that one, so good for like little kids, just heartfelt Christmas movies. It's it's a top. It's a top. It's a topper, dude. It's so good. I have to check so it out. Good. Anyway, so, jingle all the way. Sorry, you go. Yeah, I was gonna say the the movie that I just didn't I didn't care for. Mm -hmm. Um, that but everybody everybody and their mother loved. Mm -hmm. Avatar. Oh, I can't follow you. I can't follow you on this one, Jake. I just, I don't, I didn't, I was bored the entire time. I can't, I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm everyone and also their mother. Yeah, I was, I was uh, like, there was, was nothing. Avatar at the time. There was nothing to me that was compelling about that movie. Like, I saw it one time in the theater in 3D because I had to see it in 3D. Avatar is the Philly cheese steaks of movies. And if the listener remembers how we describe Philly cheesesteaks, uh, yes, it's true. Because uh, if you tell someone you didn't like Avatar, they explain to you how you're wrong. And if you tell them why you don't like it, they say that you saw it the wrong way. Because right right now, I even though I never actually did this, I would be compelled to tell you, but was it IMAX 3D? Exactly. And that's exactly the response I got. And I was like, you know what? If the viewing, it, it, clearer definition is got, not going to make the movie better. But... <laughs> I will, I will say, and again, this is, I'm a fan of Avatar. I thought it was, I thought it was great. Like I'm, a, I'm smart enough and I'm aware enough to know that it was, you know, Pocahontas meets, da you know, Dances with Wolves meets The Last of the Mohicans meets Smurfs. Like I get it. I, I understand it's not an original story. Well, there are no but... original stories. I mean, for, 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 you know, whatever, for Pete's sake, power, I'm writing a story about power Faust. Tech. Power, power tech. Right. Power tech is well, a story. We are true. writing the last original story. It's true. We're pioneers. Anyway, um, 
But I will say that Avatar is to date the only movie I've seen in 3D that didn't give me a headache. That's not like a that's not like an appraise for the movie itself. I'm just saying, coincidentally, I think I, I, I was so like this movie's so awesome. I just didn't get a headache watching it in 3D. Every other movie, major headache. See, for me, watching it like I was so Im- like the 3D was so quote unquote immersive. I didn't even realize it was in 3D. It just looked like a movie to me. Because everything was in 3D. And if everything's in 3D, nothing's in 3D. <laughs> I will say that it was it was probably one of the first movies that had, like, because, like, pre-Avatar, and maybe maybe somebody could fact-check me, and I'm technically wrong because other movies did it first, but Avatar did it best, right? Was the first one that took 3D and brought it forward and backward. Where up all the crappy 3D movies to that point, had just, it was always... At you, everything was at you. The the gun bullets shot at you. The, the sword came at you. The car drove at you. But the behind that was flat 2D, and one thing stuck out, and that was dumb. Avatar brought the full depth to it, so things were there was a there was a foreground, like like a, a an at you, a middle and a background all at the same time. That depth really, but I love, dude, I love Avatar. I saw it. I saw it like three or four times in theaters and then they re-released the extended cut and I saw that and then when they released it on Blu-ray they released an even longer extended cut and I bought that. I love Avatar. Dude, I treated that movie like the Fugees. I only saw it one time. One time. Terrible. (sighs) Terrible. No, that's, that's a fair call though. Like, that's one of those movies, like, I and, and I don't Philly cheesesteak people when it comes to that movie. Like, if you tell me you didn't like Avatar, I was like, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I loved it, and I'll tell you how much I loved it, but I'm not telling you in a way, like, you tell me you didn't like Terminator 2 Judgment Day, I'm going to fight. convince you it's the greatest American cinematic feature-length film of all time. But you tell me you didn't like Avatar, and I'm like, dude, I loved it, but, you know, whatever, to each his own. Yeah, you know, I mean, at least he didn't say Titanic, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like like we're gonna go to Titanic and then we're gonna send this show home. We're yes. we're getting there. Let's do this. We're I feel like there. I feel like Titanic is that movie that got a lot of love when it came out, and then we watched it like a couple years later. Like, oh my god, this thing sucks. Yeah, I don't. I I remember being. I want to say it was fourth grade. Because I, I lived in Oregon and we moved some at some point in the fourth grade we moved to Oregon uh, to to like that movie coming out and all of the girls being obsessed with with Leonardo DiCaprio because he was that dreamy new hit star right new pretty boy the new pretty boy on on the Hollywood Boulevard but I don't like I was too young to like I don't understand the hype behind Titanic like. Why did people even remotely care about that? Like, we knew the Titanic sank a long time ago. It's not a new... It's just like, what What about that movie, like... I really don't know. I think what it came down to is that it was a James Cameron movie and that it got played up that it was so epic. I mean, I th- correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't the thing on, like, three VHS tapes? I know it was at least two. It was only, it was only two. It's okay. only, like... It's it like, was a Lonesome like, Dove, which was on, like, eight VHS tapes. <laughs> Isn't Lonesome Dove like a mini series though? It is, but it's long. That's anyway. It's, but it's one book. It's one story. Like <laughs> one story. Mini. You're right. Fair enough. No, I I know that. Yeah, the Titanic is two VHS. I know that because uh, a couple weekends ago, uh, my buddy, uh, friend of the show, Cody, shout out Cody Bigger. He had his birthday party at a cabin, 
and uh, they had a they had a VCR and some VHSs. Wow. VHS uh, we ended up watching Top Gun. By the way, Natch. it's underrated. It's an underrated film. Top like, Gun's phenomenal. I will fight people on top like, about Top Gun. I didn't realize how much I like. I re re like Top Gun after watching it on VHS at the cabin. But next to Top Gun in their case was the two VHS copy of Titanic. That's how I know. Fair enough. Well, hey, you know, these people, they could have been anywhere in the world, but they spent their time and they spent it here with us. We appreciate that. Make sure you're checking us out on all of our social media platforms. And one coming up that Alex doesn't even know about. What? You don't even know about this. You know, we're, we're getting to the point where we have so many episodes that our RSS feed doesn't keep them all. So, so what do we do with the archives, Alex? Well, that's a great question, Other Jake. You know what we're going to do? We're going to create an archive. We're going to put them shits on YouTube, and we're going to keep them there uh, for, for all of our listeners to check that out. So be on the lookout uh, on all of our social media platforms. We're going to be posting the link as soon as we have that. Um, so we can have an archive. You guys can go there, comment, like, share, subscribe. Smash that like button. Um, but yeah, that's that's coming up. So that's going to be something that... That's my new project. Arrow YouTube channel? We're going to have a YouTube channel. It's going to be primarily... Uh, it's going to be my show. And the things we create after that. So it's going to be fun. What? Huh? See? He, he didn't even know. But for this episode... This edition of my show with Alex and Jake. Good night, universe. Okay.